You're listening to Lady Balls Daily. We're coming at you seven days a week with advice and inspiration to help you live your most fucking epic life. I'm your host, Connie Constantine. Welcome back, babes, to the continuation of our very first Nut Up or Shut Up feature, which originally aired in June 2017. Once again, we're joined by leader whisperer, master coach, meditation teacher, and spontaneous hooray shouter, Scott Schwank. He'll be helping us wake up, grow up, clean up, and show up. This week, we'll be discussing the power of meditation to burn through what's holding us back, the existence of masculine and feminine energies in all of us, the divine feminine, the secret to a fabulous life, going towards what scares us, and one of the ballsiest things Scott's ever done. If you missed the previous episodes, make sure to go back and check them out. All right, on to the show. Speaking of, of balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do you like how I segued that? Like, yes. this is deep spiritual, and then speaking, speaking of balls. Were we speaking of balls? <laughs> <laughs> no, we weren't. Hey, we we're are, going now. <laughs> we're about to. So, okay. Um, we're going to go to the break pretty soon. But before we do, because we always have the rapid fire segment at the end, which we will have today too. But before we do that, um, I'm taking this one a little out of sequence because I just have a feeling that it might be longer than the normal rapid fire question. Mm. Uh, and it deserves its own spotlight. Um, ballsiest thing you have ever done ballsiest thing I ever did. So about, I think five or six years ago, uh, I was dating a fellow and he got invited to participate in a movie project with James Franco. And it was to be an exploration of sexuality, frankly, and sexuality in film and television. Like, why can't we use it as a narrative device? And I, for some reason, and maybe, maybe if reincarnation is for sure a real deal, you know, I was a monk in different traditions and broke my vows. I don't know what it is, but I, I carried for so many years, this kind of heaven hell feeling in my body around sexuality that I just couldn't seem to shake. And that somehow I was cheating the system, looking for joy and sexuality and stuff like that. I knew better cognitively, but it just, it felt like a monkey on my back. So anyway, this opportunity came up and I asked if I could be part of the project, not quite knowing how it would play out. A little bit of backstory. There was a movie that came out in 1980 that William Friedkin, famous director, directed called Cruising with Al Pacino as the lead character. And what happens in this movie is there's a murder and this is pre-AIDS, uh, culture, uh, gay culture in the meatpacking district of New York city. So AIDS hasn't hit the, the mainstream yet. And there's a lot of free love and there's a lot of exploration happening without a lot of limits. A murder happens. And Pacino is a, a straight young cop who's sending to go undercover into these gay bars and find out what happened. Well, when Friedkin directed this movie, he went into actual bars, actual leather bars in the meatpacking district of New York and had actual patrons as the background and said, do whatever you would normally do here. Well, pretty much anything would go. Now, when he presented his finished movie to the Motion Picture Association to get a rating, 
They said, the only way we're going to give you an R rating is if you cut out X, Y, and Z scenes. I think it was about 40 minutes of scenes that later got destroyed by the studio. Still, it was an edgy movie for its time. Anyway, cut to present time. Franco heard about this, and he's just a prolific artist. And he got together with this fellow, another director, who's had experience filming real sexuality in a tasteful way, Travis Matthews. And they co-directed this film called Interior Leather Bar. So it's an hour-long project. It's really performance art. It's not like a narrative film because it doesn't wrap up storylines. But it really gets into, okay, why is it that we can blow up entire villages in trailers for PG-13 movies that kids are going to see these trailers or even the movies, but don't show sex. And whatever you do, don't show gay sex because that's just the worst. That's just somehow evil. Mm. Meanwhile, everybody who's, you know, alive and healthy and not choosing celibacy, it's got some version of sexuality happening in their life. It's the most natural thing in the world. It's an expression of Shakti, of the divine feminine. Truly. Mm -hmm. It can create a life. It can create joy. And it can be recognized, this current or sexual energy, as the same energy through which we create anything and through which galaxies are created and destroyed. So anyway, we do this project, and there's some scenes where I had the chance to say yes or no. Would I be willing to be sexual on camera? Lucky for me, it was my boyfriend at the time, so it wasn't too edgy. But still, I'm actually sexual on camera. It, I knew it was going to go to the film festival circuit around the world, and I knew it was going to be public. And as scared as I was, I decided – this is an opportunity to get free of this, to do this, to be strong about it, to do my actor's preparation, really go for it. But it was super ballsy. I knew that it risked um, upsetting my parents, family members, alienating friends, all sorts of stuff. And I had to really decide inside myself, who am I going to be about this? Is this? Am I doing this for the right reasons? Yes. Great. I'm going to do this. I don't need anybody's permission. And in the immortal words of Dr. Seuss that got me through, those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah. Ugh. So, so it was a super powerful project that really changed my life. Yeah, I can imagine. So I, I, obviously you did break through that then. Yeah, yeah. And there are times when it still surfaces. Mm -hmm. Somebody stops me. You know, when it was newly out and had been to Sundance and then the Outfest here in Los Angeles and some other festivals, from time to time I'd have people stopping me and saying, I saw you in that movie. And I would feel this pit in my stomach, like this old kind of, uh-oh, is this safe? Am I okay? What are they going to say? And every time they'd be like, it was so great. I I learned something about myself or or I'm so glad that people are, you know, breaking out of the boundaries. I'm so glad you did that. So it still surfaces from time to time, and right. each time it surfaces, I get to get a little more freedom. Well, it is not a competition, but I'm just letting you know that does put you in the Ballsy Hall of Fame here. Uh, woo <laughs> <laughs> Those who matter don't mind, and those who mind don't matter. Amen. Man, time flies when the Shakti's flowing. I can't believe we're wrapping up the series tomorrow. A ballsy Bay Brown you do not want to miss, including tales of extreme meditation. 
Ballsy Babes Unite. If you're down with our vibe, make sure to go to LadyBallsNation.com and sign up for our Insiders newsletter. And don't forget, new episodes drop every day, so make sure to hit that subscribe button and you'll never miss a single one. Hey, gorgeous. Want to try breathwork for free? Scott's got an online course coming up August 19th through the 23rd. To sign up to get free access for all five days, just go to ladyballsdaily.com. Either type breathwork or Scott Schwank or meditation into the search bar at the top. All of those will get you to the course. Or you can just check our favorite section and there's the link to sign up. Gratis. You're welcome. Enjoy.